0: Good everybody, welcome to the first official episode of the Gurren Otaku Council Anime Podcast. I'm your host, McMillian. And I'm
1: your other host, Ace.
0: Alright, and let's get into it. Straight from the beginning, just just so you know, spoiler warning, spoilers are ahead for the anime season of 2021, anime fall season, excuse me, and the anime fall season we are going to be discussing Demon Slayer, 86, and Mushuko Tensei. Uh, from where they set off within this fall season so i'm gonna go ahead and let ace uh uh, introduce our first uh topic
1: all right so for the first topic we're going to be starting off with demon slayer we're just going to go ahead and get this one right on out the way and um i guess before we start talking about it episodically we want to just touch up on a little bit of do we need this moving train art because as a few you know that we, they, before the Mugen Train, the reason why they even did the Mugen Train movie was because they said it was too short to adapt, so we're going to turn it into a movie, and then we're just going to come back for season two. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Mugen Train comes out, we watch it, it was a good movie, good watch, you know, they did their Great thing adaptation. with it, everybody's waiting for the, you know, the, the announcement of season two, it took forever, we finally got the announcement, like, that, we got the announcement, then here they come. Oh yeah, guess what? We're also doing we're also adapting the Mugen Train art. Excuse me. And we're only You're doing what? And
0: we're only giving you eleven episodes for the Red Lamp District arc. I just want—I just give me one second, Alex. I'm just gonna look into the camera for one second. Rengoku Simps. you—you are the issue. All right. God dang it, he died. I understand it was sad. Let the man rest. Look at them—they're scraping his body for money
1: <laughs> you know i tried to find every reason to justify the reason for wanting to do the Train training i was like well you know maybe they could maybe they did this for the people that couldn't see the movie well then i thought about it i was like wait a minute well didn't they put the movie on Funimation? they did and then i was like wait wait a minute didn't the movie already come out on blu-ray That it did so what are we doing here <laughs> what what are we doing here i
0: don't know i don't know but they're giving us content to talk about so we'll talk about it <laughs> I, I, I personally, I did enjoy, I'm not gonna lie, I did enjoy this episode. The first episode of this Mugen Train arc was not bad. It gave you a little bit more characterization of Rengoku, but, I did. but, I argued that it was not necessary. It did no, not it reveal not. anything extra about Rengoku. He has all the same flame bre- breaths, he has all the same stuff. You learn everything the same about the Mugen Train, other than the fact that it apparently at some point in time it was taken off the rails for them to investigate it other than that though no extra information added he killed a demon oh wow that's so interesting from a demon slayer
1: (laughs) Uh, i don't i don't understand but as as you said yes it was a very good enjoyable first episode um it was nice to see him save the granny and the granddaughter and, and and even on the fact that the granddaughter was actually saved by his dad I think she said like 20 years ago or something like that yeah the grandma but so that was also a nice little touch she got to say some of the same people that his his dad said sad, sad to say that in a way as well because why are you endangered as much but i mean
0: know. it was 20 years ago you can't blame it on the <laughs> grand. like she out here just uh, wearing dresses that say come eat me i'm demon food or something like
1: okay. <laughs> i guess so yeah i mean that, w- that was a nice touch and then you know fighting another Fight the demon. He did fight the little speed demon or whatever. I can't. I don't even know. if He no. The slash that was. A
0: slasher. I, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm not a big fan of filler, and this is some filler. Sometimes
1: <laughs> it was Sometimes, nice filler. It was nice filler. It was it, was nice nice filler. It, it looked
0: good. Again, favorite favorite animation studio. You photable. Thank you. But I I don't think this is needed, jo- I, I guarantee you. Now I'm. This is I'm me being a manga reader. So warning. When y'all get to when y'all see what y'all have delayed for the rent the red light rent light district arc, y'all gonna be upset. I guarantee it. Y'all are going to be upset.
1: But so for the, for my non margares, I'm gonna try and keep them in rain for this picture <laughs> you don't fall too much. I got you back. I'm <laughs> but, gonna try to keep them rubbed in.
0: But I, I I I I'm looking forward to see what else they might add for this arc. But for right now, it does not feel like it's giving it's not, It feels like it's not going to give me anything that I didn't get in the movie. Like, I feel like just from that first episode alone, it's like, oh, dang. I, I know everything I knew about Rengoku beforehand. Other than that, yeah. he saved two people we didn't get to see before.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just episode one was just basically Rengoku getting to show off, basically. Just getting to see a little bit more of Rengoku all the Goku simps as make millions.
0: all the Goku simps I see
1: you
0: I see you with your red Hayoris and your and your god dang diet tips I see you I see you out just, there
1: just good to see him you No, know, just good to see him show off a little bit more other than that episode 1 really wasn't too much, you know. Just get to see him still off oh, Get to see cool. him. The, the reason why he had all those bento's was because he got it from the granny and the granddaughter. He bought all. Oh them yes. Oh
0: excuse me. They had how, a bento shop. How could I forget your guys extremely important bento back story My bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's important enough. So yeah, that's how he got all the bento's. He got them from the granny and the granddaughter, and he saved the day. But that was about it. And then he got a movie change it. But I mean, overall, I guess I'll give it a seven. A wrong it was i um, yeah.
0: i I mean I've already basically shed on this episode, so you this is basically like a five it's a it's a strong five point five to a six because in my opinion, while it doesn't necessarily elevate the story anymore or anything like that, I will say this for you and Goku sims. it does give you more time with a character that I know people fell in love with, and it true. doesn't do it in a terrible way. it's just in my opinion. If you were going to do that, it would have been better to have shown me something I didn't i I couldn't have got from the movie, and I feel like That's everything right. we got in this episode I got from the movie.
1: So, because wasn't there a Hashira meeting or something that they also didn't show?
0: Uh, I kind of sort, of, somewhat sort of like if I remember correctly, it might have just been the fact that they made have discussed that the Mugen Train was dangerous, somewhat, and then Rengoku decided to take it upon himself to go take care of it. But other than that. Okay. It's not that like they they didn't necessarily have to show that either That's why I was like technically that doesn't really add well, much no,
1: they didn't necessarily content. have to show it, but I mean it would have been new content,
0: though. it would have been new content and this and somewhat canon content, and now we have this episode, which is new content, but not canon
1: uh I mean well technically it's Canon.
0: Technic
1: well, we hope. Well, I'm probably not even technically. I mean, I would assume it's canon because I mean, it's basically you know how he got. You on know, the I, mean, that, I, that I mean, I guess it is
0: a good question. They probably this. They might have wrote this in tandem with the the actual author of the show, so it could be it
1: could be. Uh, did they not show this part in the manga? Mm-mm. This is not. Oh, nowhere. So, also, this was. Yeah, that's, you know, what I so that's, was, that's why I said this. I said this was, this this was an anime. I, I think they did say this was anime on the original episode in some of the announcements. But thinking about it, but since we're
0: since I'm I'm done, Goku Simps, you can. And stop angry contacting me, uh. But to move forward, uh, we our next anime that we're going to be talking about is eighty six. And for eighty six, I'm gonna just give a brief description for you guys who have not watched it, but please do watch it. This is a very interesting anime. I you like the characters a lot and the action and frenetics. Uh, it has a lot of frenetic action and uh, really nice heartfelt moments that you really don't get. But um. Basically, it's a story about children fighting in a war um, known as the 86. Now, the 86 aren't really necessarily considered human by the government that they serve. They're considered drones. But the the main character of this story, she's the only person actually taking her job seriously in terms of leading the 86 and uh, treating them as humans. And it's basically the whole first season kind of focuses on her connection with them and the main uh, fighter named Shin. And basically his whole story. So we're gonna go ahead and talk about what happens in the second core. And uh sure. that we can't someone can't say that without uh getting a major spoiler, but I I am going to just go ahead and say it. The Shin and his group of uh friends that uh were fighting at the end, the eighty six, they were presumed to be dead by the end of the first core. But as I'm about to get into it, they lived, y'all. They's alive.
1: They okay. is alive, they was found <laughs> They was found. <laughs> so yes, as he said, they was presumed to be dead. Which honestly, if they would have went the route with actually cutting off the first little original cast, I wouldn't have been mad at them. Because I mean, at the situation they was in, it's un- it, it was it would been it would have been understandable if they would have died there. Like I wouldn't have felt no felt, but well, not they felt nothing about it. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have felt no way if they would have replaced them. Because like I said, that was that's that was a situation where it was like okay, yeah, I understand why they actually died here. You know, bring in the next group. You no, know, I get it. You know, no hard feelings. I'm a miss the old group, but I understand. You know,
0: yeah, they put t- themselves
1: in. it. They basically went on a suicide mission, so if they would actually died on this mission. You know, that's understandable because they went on a suicide mission.
0: Yeah, no. Um, the tone. The tone of this episode definitely struck, uh, or the tone of the show, I should say, definitely struck a thing where it's like, if they had killed, yeah. if they had killed these characters, it would not have been that bad. Because It's not like it yeah. would have been felt like it was just unjustified, like they set up this is a war, these kids yeah. are fighting in a, 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 a basically a losing battle. It's almost yeah, like, like
1: it. it was, it was pretty much set up to for you to believe, like, oh, yeah, this is this is it for them, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially hey. how the first episode starts. So, I guess we're gonna start it at so. First episode, season two, we come in and we see Lena walking in into the office as usual. Um, but you notice that Lena actually has a little slight hair change. She dyed a part of her hair red, a little bit of, like, um, of that. She also is wearing a different uniform from everybody else. So most of the people in the oh, yeah, also the name of this country is called the Republican. And so the military, they wear blue uniforms. And Lena decided to go for this season to wear a black uniform to be different from everybody else. Um, and she also um, she used to be a major as well. But she after the events of season one, she got demoted from major to captain. And now she's captain now. And then she has a new platoon as well, um. So you get to see how she's handling her new platoon. She's actually making buddy buddies with them way faster than it took her to get used to her other her old squad. The um,
0: spearhead processor.
1: There you go. The spearhead squad. It took it took a minute for spearhead to actually warm up to Lena, but it seems like. Her she new group. Late, yeah, her new group actually wound up to her way faster than what it took for Spithead to actually do. So, which is actually nice. So she, you know, she's actually reaching out to them and letting them know that she's if somebody cares about them, it, you know, because as we already said before, majority of the Republicans, yeah, they do not care for the eighty six at all. Um, so to should. them, it's nice to know that at least somebody does care for them.
0: Yeah, the Republic of San Magnolia is basically like why I supremacy on steroids almost. It's like, if you're not one of their silver-haired, blue-eyed people, well, it's not even necessarily silver-haired, but like, majority of their like, country is like silver-haired, blue-eyed, and that's the type of society that they serve. If you're not that racist like you're second, you are n- not human. Basically, basically, within that ideal. And uh, Lana, at the end of the first season, basically did something that she was not ever supposed to do. She called an airstrike to help out Shin and his group uh to try and help them survive. And because of it, she was demoted and that is now given the nickname uh Bloody Raina within like the first uh, couple of episodes that within the first couple of episodes I believe her nuke squad calls her that more so than just calling her I believe in the old thing what's she called like Princess or something? I forgot what it was. yeah Without called her, a princess, sure. if I'm not but, mistaken. Yeah, she know she now goes by the nickname Bloody Raina due to her uh, almost new kind of demanding command style, but her new squad seems to have warmed up to her. And I will say it was nice to see uh, that her that she's still out there doing fighting the good fight and everything. Like within the first couple of minutes of that episode, she's still challenging the status quo. Like her uncle is no longer uh, over her. She he used to her uncle used to be like her. I want to say her commanding mm-hmm. officer, and now yeah. it seems to be some new dude. And she was like. And he was basically trying to shut her down, saying you can't keep treating them basically, the eighty six like people. You're they're not people. They're this and that. And she was like, So fire me then. You'll never get promoted if you fire me. I'm the only one winning. I'm the one giving you all your good name. Fire me. Yeah. And, and then he and like, he's obviously he couldn't. He do just that. he just was <laughs> like oh, if I could hit you right now. If, if I, I could would,
1: fire you, i would. if
0: I could, i would. you making points. Little lady, you are making Uh, drastic drastic points
1: but yeah so we go from that we go from seeing lena you know get along with her new group to Shin waking up in this weird room hospital type room and so we he's being looked at from the room behind the you know glass as you know hospitals are people looking at him like he's some type of alien or something almost um i thought my boys for a second
0: they have a body the way they had because they had (laughs) him they hey, had him in a, like, container. They, they
1: almost had right? me. They almost had because
0: yeah, they me. had him in a container, and all you could see was his head, and he was, like, moving. And then somebody, one of the people in a hazmat suit comes in and starts yeah. talking to him. And he's basically like, oh, good, you're conscious now. And I'm like, oh, shit, he don't got no body. He didn't got no body <laughs> into there. He ain't got nobody. That's what they
1: Cause about to tell them. I was showing the black. I know they didn't tell me my boy Leo just to be paralyzed or something. Like, come on now.
0: <laughs> I, I did not put it past his anime because his anime tries to pull. Mm, pull. Not at all. At your heartstrings. And it is, I, it's not, I mean, it's appreciated because it's good writing. But at the same time, you know, all. you know, tissues are expensive. <laughs>
1: not at so, all. So, so as MacMillian was saying. A dude in hazmat comes in, and his name is Ernest, and he, ter- and he turns out to be the president of the Giyad Federacy, which is another nation inside of this, the word of 86. Um, it was presumed that there was no other surviving nations, but it turns out that there is. And the Giyad Federacy was actually the new-founded nation of Giyad, who was the old nation who actually set the Leon A.I. metonymous androids into battle. To i guess to the world so they was they was the main reason basically the G.I. Federacy is the reason why the legion exists yeah but, but this new
0: republic is obviously trying to fix some yeah, of the mistakes from their mistakes correct. and they're even so, like uh well sorry i will let you continue. Yeah. i don't want to no continue.
1: yeah no you get it as he was saying the new the new federacy is trying to fix their old mistakes from the old federacy <laughs> if you will and um they're trying to actually fight the good fight and actually fight the legion um and it turns out they didn't know that there was any other surviving nations either. they thought they was the only one left alive as well until they found shin and his squad out on the battlefield and um i'll let you start you know continue
0: yeah so basically they found him out on the battlefield from the last battle they say and they saved him and um that's where this guy like how ace was mentioned before a dude had walked in to talk to shin and it turned out to be this dude named ernst zimmer who is the current uh federation president and basically, Ernst is like, "Oh, we saved you from the battlefield. Here are your friends." He lights up the rest of the rooms. His friend, the five, the other four members of his squad who survived the last battle with him in the first season, in the first half of the season, um, are all there. They're all alive, and um, they're all good. And basically, Ernst basically says, uh, "You guys will be taken care of and fed. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything. I'll be back later to tell you basically what we plan on doing with you." The rest of the the rest of Ernst's upper echelon basically they're trying to tell him like hey they've had actual major combat experience multiple times and survived multiple times we should you know have them run drills and teach us and train and other stuff like that because if we're not <laughs> if we're not going to do that then we because if we're not going to do it then they become a liability and we might as well kill them and ernst is like hmm Decisions, <laughs> and so we fast forward a little bit, and Ernst basically decides he's like, you know what, you guys are going to live free lives. I'm not going to force you guys into servitude or military or anything like that. And you guys are going to come home and live with me. And he basically adopts the eighty six, and it's really interesting and nice to see uh, a character treat them besides our main heroine treat shit and treat his them with, respect. With, with respect and like family. Um. So now it seem, it's interesting to see where this might lead. I'm very interested because I I don't know if I trust Ernst yet. And that might be my experienced anime brain talking because usually <laughs> the nicest person in anime is always the villain. So I'm very wary of this grown man right now. <laughs> but it seems like things are starting to look up for Shin's group. They can retire, although it seems like they still do want to fight.
1: A little bit. It does Um, seem
0: like they want to fight, and that might be due to, related to the fact that Legion, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk on this, but from season one, it seems like Legion, the way Legion continuously reproduces is by stealing the minds of fallen 86 soldiers.
1: Oh, man. I wasn't going to touch up on that point, but I mean.
0: Well, I I I just want to. He done did it. I just just don't want them to be like, oh, what reason would they have for fighting? I mean, they kind of got up out.
1: I I guess. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so i just to give you a point like just to give that reference they, they the reason they probably want to go back is because their friends might still be out there fighting and they want to make sure that their souls get laid to rest properly
1: correct so yeah also with that being well, um on top of that so as i said before the G.I. Federacy thought that they were the only survivor nation out there they didn't realize that there was another survivor nation so when they actually found the 86 the military Surprisingly, the eighty uh, the the military didn't keep it a secret. They actually told everybody that they found some refugees, the 86 refugees from the Republicans or whatever. And then you actually see some people from, of the nation actually protesting this stuff, saying how we should go free the 86 and uh, boo-hoo, 86, boo-hoo, 86, that we feel so sorry for the 86 and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, and just showing remorse, which I think was... Inter- me, first of all, it was actually interesting that they didn't keep them a secret which i thought was interesting at first. i thought they was gonna keep them a secret and just like it be a especially, military secret especially with, the,
0: especially so uh, that is true because especially how they were talking about that they might kill them at the beginning yeah. i was it was interesting to see that they weren't but now that you bring it up now that i'm thinking about it, that could have been ernst's ploy he could have told people to tell them so that he wouldn't have to kill them but yeah then again i don't know if i trust ernst it's it's <laughs> it's it's weird, man. Like I, I'm, like you are, you, you are a kind father figure looking right now. But also, I've been betrayed by kind father fi- figures in other animes. So I'm, you know, we teeter in that line.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, not not a whole nations knows about the scene. They actually want to do something about it, but before they can even do something about it, they gotta do something about the legion first, because the legion out here, they. They're they killing everybody. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it was definitely...
0: This episode of A6 was definitely really good, though. Like, basically just fi- fi- finding out that our old heroes were alive, seeing what our old though, what Lena was getting up to uh, with her job, because I knew there wasn't just going to be some cut and dry. Like, she was able to continue based off what she did last season. So it's nice to see that her repercussions happened, but she's still out here exactly the same person. So within that regard, I gotta give this episode of 86 probably like an eight. Like it was a very solid sh- start to this season. And, I agree. And it's a one. This is definitely an anime to pay attention to. And if you have not, and I, again, if you ha- if you sat through all that, and haven't watched the first season, please go watch it because we probably sound insane. Yeah. <laughs> but also because this is just a really good anime yeah. in general.
1: I, I would have to give it eight as well, and also just. Just for the fact that they actually went the route of there being another nation out there instead of them actually just doing going around where they replaced the um, the spearhead squadron with a new squad and they just keep continuing fighting. And the, and yeah, and
0: the, and the new squad actually looks interesting because we didn't yeah. get to touch on it that much. But then her new squad is led by a female commander, which I I think is cool because in a lot of stories you don't get to see female military operatives, uh, especially ones in positions of of leadership. So I. And from what it looks like, her name's, uh, her nickname's Cyclops. And she looks it's like an insane <laughs> pilot. Like, she just looks really cool. Her whole design is dope. Like, yeah. I, I can't wait to see more of what the, the, the New Republic and what they're going to do with the old, uh, what Lena's going to do in her old position. It's, it's going to be a very interesting uh, duality. And I feel like that's what really sets it off.
1: Correct. So, yeah, I just, like I was saying before, I just think the int- the introduction of a new um, nation is interesting for this season I think it's going to bring a lot of different dynamics for this season mm-hmm. and we're just going to have to see where it goes from here but um so yeah so that was 86 like um, we, we're on record time today and um we're going to go ahead and move on to the last episode that we got for today which is Mashuko Tensei episode not episode one season one part two episode Mm -hmm. Um, so um just to give a brief little synopsis of if for those who don't may not know what Mushiko tensei is it's another isakai story about a man uh what do you call this um yeah there you go a a shut-in man who was no he was he didn't have no jobs he just sat in his house all day basically masturbated and played video games yeah. and watched TV and stuff all day and all day mm-hmm. and one day he went outside and tried to save this <laughs> with figures like these he was out there <laughs> he goes he goes outside one day and tried to and tried to save this lady from good old truck Coon and he died <laughs> And then he gets uh reincarnated into this um other world, but this time instead of him coming back as like an adult or something, he actually gets reincarnated as a, a, a baby. You know, he starts he he literally starts life over from the beginning, and we're basically just going through Following his life. um yeah, following his life and watching him grow up in this world. Yeah, so world uh, of magic.
0: So fast forward a little bit. Um, if you let, allow me to finish, uh, basically yeah. Rudy, uh, which is the name of the main character, uh. When he reincarnated, I do not believe we know his original name, right? I don't think uh, ever said
1: it. I, they might have said it. I just can't remember the stuff of my head. Don't right.
0: worry, it's not important because they never bring it up again. Uh, <laughs> Rudy, basically, at the end of the first season, is tra- seems like he was transported to we well he wasn't seems like he got transported to the demon nation um, in this world, and is currently trying to find his way back to the mainland so he can basically get back to his family uh well him and his cousin it was him and his cousin uh that got transported he's trying to basically protect her and get him themselves back uh to the mainland so with that being said um we start off this episode with you know Rudy and his rudy his cousin and a demon they befriended named Rudred, who's uh from the spirited tribe- he's from some tribe uh super super he's from the supered yeah. tribe and uh the supered tribes super, are super, super.
1: Super Superchar
0: is uh basically regarded as somewhat villains because they are known to have went berserk at some point and killed their whole clan so in 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 the first in this uh while traveling he is wearing a disguise and basically they, they're working together to survive so in this current uh first episode they have traveled it seems like within their journeys they have traveled to a dock city to possibly finally pay by voyage to the mainland to get them back home um and the human nation, and unfortunately we found out that they broke we broke we po. is po. And <laughs> <He's Po.
1: laughs>
0: it's interesting because basically Rudy and them created a whole like guilt team to basically take job jobs for this specific fact, and they find out they are abysmally undercut and for those out there, maybe asking, why don't they just hop aboard the ship and stow away? It's because Rudred, since he's, so, since he's uh, unfortunately trying to fight the stigmatism of, of the Super Bad name, he does not want to do any acts of villainy or things he considers unjust. Correct. The boy is out here lost because I would have just hopped on that ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But basically, this episode know. is them trying to figure out how to how how to get more money. Correct. Um, so and, yeah, I'll with being said,
1: yeah, with that being said, yeah, with that the main plot of this episode is them figuring out how we're gonna get more monies so we can get across this get on this ship and get across the ocean. Um. So I guess we'll talk about can we can we talk about that now? Now we can talk about that towards the end. So, um, during this time when Ru- rudy's going around trying to figure out how he's getting money um it comes to nighttime. he goes to sleep and he has a dream and he meets the god of what well, he didn't say this was god of world, but he meets this god again that he's been that he's met a few times now and helped him out here and there um so he tells him hey you know if you need help now you go go buy some food and go to the back alley what back alley i don't know how he was just going to know just what back alley to because find the, the he just he told his man him. to go just go to the back alley yeah, he
0: just sure told him about the back alley and, in the, <laughs> and it's very obvious there in the city i don't know what magical gps rudy just has to find yeah. what back alley this guy was talking about but he does it so
1: so yeah he but of course rudy's like you know well last time i did you know i listened to what you said even though it did kind of work out i'm still don't know if i should listen to you now but of course Rudy being Rudy, he doesn't have any other thing to do right now with him being broke. So he's like, you know what? Might as well just go see what he's talking about. So next day comes, he goes by the food, he goes magically find the alley somehow <laughs> and he runs into this girl. Um the who's, girl
0: Who's this girl, you might ask? <laughs> well, her name is Karishika, and she is apparently the reincarnation of the demon and the demon empress. Apparently. And... And and immediately upon getting my boy, is after Rudy decides to give her some food, thinking this poor child is starving. I mean, other things happen. We're not going to get into that because it's a little creepy. But she's like, "I can grant you a wish," and he's like, "Uh, he starts asking for random stuff, very perverted things," and it leads up to him saying, "Uh, well, what can I get from you?" And she's like, "I can give you a demon eye. A demon eye, you say? Yes, a demon eye." (laughs) And she immediately just plucks her stuff and jams it in his face and now rudy has an eye of clairvoyance and this is what brings me to my first topic they making this man op because he already is a prodigy at wizardry and now he can see the future
1: yeah i mean granted that he can only see one or two seconds ahead right now but he that, that's know, enough he, he, that's yeah, enough. <laughs> it, it, I mean, in some instances, yes, it's enough. But, you know, this is going to bring back to the top. Well, I can't talk about that yet. Um, <laughs> that's, that's that's for later. But um, he he got a power-up. First episode back, our boy Rudy got a power-up. Wasn't expecting this, but he, we're here. Um, He gets his demon eye, and he was like, you know, he goes back to Ares and Ruzier and tell him what happened with the Demon Empress. And Ruzier was like, yeah, I, I did hear that there was a Demon Empress, but yada 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 didn't know that she was still alive or rather in this city either for that fact mm-hmm. um next day comes they're doing some sparring training and D- and rudy decides to test out his demon eye and for the first time ever he actually beats eris in battle for the first time ever he's happy he's feeling himself he was like okay i'm feeling good i bet i can take on ruzier <laughs> <Ujir> now <laughs> <laughs> he tries. To, I am getting assaulted. He tries to take on Ruzier that gets ultimately whooped, and he was like, "Yeah, I knew I couldn't have took him home, but I thought I would try." Yeah, no, I mean,
0: so like I say, he's somewhat slightly becoming OP, but obviously, you know, but balances the more obvious uh, leader. Go ahead and take it, and from there, we kind of just move on to Rudy trying to think back how they're going to get back home, and. He tries to try and sell his stuff, and Rujet stops him because he's just basically like, look, man, I don't want you, you know, giving up your priceless possessions just just to get us home. So he's like, look, if we got to do some villainy to get back, I'll make that Overlooked concession.
1: His, yeah, he was yeah. like, I'll I'll, I'll I'll overlook all accidentally until we get across the ocean, so do what you got to do. Because, like as he was just saying, Rudy was actually finna go sell his staff that he got as a gift for his birthday, which is actually pretty pretty no, awesome Come, in, come into
0: commendable of him to do so like he's definitely showing that he is trying to take charge and take care of his friends as correct. the somewhat prompted leader of this group
1: correct but then ruzi you know ruzier being the wise guy he is he stopped him he was like hey you know let's just talk this out as a group and you know let's figure this way out i just thought, and he also basically told rudy you know stop trying to figure out everything by yourself we're, we're a group you know mm-hmm. you can talk to us we can work things out together And so and then that's what he was like, you know, I'll allow this act of villainous until we get across the ocean. Do what you need to do to get us across the ocean, but don't sell your staff. Because if you sell your staff, wouldn't that upset Eris as well? And so you're still throwing the balance of the group off. So it was like, so just don't do that. Let's do what you need to do to get me across the, um, get on this ship. And the main reason why they was doing this was because, um. As as we said before, Ru- Ruzard is a superb, and his, the price to get him on the boat was way more than what it was just for him and Ares. Mm-hmm. So there was he was just like I think it was something ridiculous, maybe like fifty times or something. Yeah, it was it was a lot of uh, money, but yeah, yeah. But
0: basically, this is where we're at with our heroes, and um basically like
1: uh oh, wait no you you going too fast. Got too oh yeah, yeah, sorry sorry
0: you're going wait. too much topic. Yeah
1: yeah. Got a, I don't know what's wrong with me milling y'all, but also, <laughs> so that was that, but another important thing that happened in this episode is Roxy is here.
0: Oh yeah, no, Roxy, who we messed twice in <laughs> the same episode, because he ran past her. I, I'm really wondering, is he ever going to reunite with his teacher, because he keep seeing him mean, like he... a, uh, and I don't know if you know this Ace, but uh, apparently, while I was looking up earlier before we started recording, uh, Roxy mm-hmm. apparently has her own light novel, so Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's if this is like to illustrate that at some point, maybe the story might focus on her, but she has her own light novel, and so I don't know if Rudy will ever meet his teacher again. <laughs> That's like,
1: interesting. That's interesting. But, um, so yeah, you learned that, you know, Roxy's in the in the town, the same town as Rudy now, but as he just said, they missed each other by, like, split seconds, seconds. so they, they don't know that they're here. Yeah, because um, uh, for those well, hopefully you've
0: seen it but if you don't know roxy is rudy's old master so
1: correct he was the one who taught her she was the one who taught rudy water magic and basically everything else he knows about magic currently and yeah so she's here in the city looking for rudy basically trying to bring them back home um and then i got to talk about this also before we start talking about mishuko their intros I fucking love the way Mishuko Tensei does their intros. Instead of them just playing a you no know, intro that we see that we'll see every time the anime comes on, instead they play nice little scenes, you know, just scenes in the anime that you probably wouldn't regularly see um, on the any on any other note that you probably wouldn't get to see on any other chance. But just show nice little scenes. So, for example, like they may show it some of the earlier ones. They show Rudy, you know, walking through the forest. And stuff like that, just strolling through the town as well as. Yeah,
0: because all their. Uh, all their. As Ace is basically trying to get to, all their. And all their intros are legit just a part of the episode. Like they're the precursor
1: right. to people talking and doing stuff. They're actually. Doing stuff. You get this. Get little different shots of the cities and stuff like that. And they just. You know, play the intro music as well while they're showing these different scenes. And it's just real nice.
0: Yeah, real impactful. Really nice. Real, real impact for world building within the first couple of seconds of every episode. It's really. Interesting and different. um With that being said, and us having discussed most of the topics of what we wanted to, I mean, other than like the fact that I don't know exactly how they're gonna get home. We'll have to see when they get the other chapters. Because I'm, i since they're doing active villainy, maybe they might hire get with some guild and that helps them get there, or some other such thing. Or Roxy and Rudy might meet up. But uh, to get into the breakdown, basically, well, after the breakdown and us discussion, um. I actually think this beginning episode for Mushuko Sensei's second half of its first season was probably like a strong set. And uh, the reason I give it that is because regardless of everything, this is very much like felt like a setup type of thing. Because we kind of now know the major issue that they're going to be dealing with within at least the first couple of episodes of the season. And and what we saw was interesting. I won't say it was like anything majorly huge yet. But this definitely feels like a precursor to more stuff happening and uh if you're a fan of Mashuko, it's obviously seems like their world building that if you're the world building is very nice it's slow and methodical but it feels good and you always feel like you're getting as much information uh, at the time the same as rudy and the world's growing with you as much as rudy is growing with you so if i feel sure. like I, I i can't wait to see more but this is a very this is a very nice start
1: correct um as he was saying you know, i love Mashuko tensei is when this this first got announced, I didn't know nothing about it. I was like, you know, it seems good. Might as well give it a chance. Cause me, I love um, magic animes. So I was like, you know, I'll give it a chance. This is about magic. Watched it, fell in love with it. Um, it does have its you know cringy, perverted moments here and now and then. But if you can get past those, <laughs> it is it is a decent and decent not it's a, not even decent. This is a good anime if you get past some of the very the little peculiar, perverted scenes here and there um but if you can get past that you will enjoy this anime Mm -hmm. um and i will also probably give it a seven seven or eight something like that for this first episode probably just a seven though because it didn't much didn't too much happen in this episode like i said it was more of just a precursor even though this wasn't like a season started it's just season one part two it still felt like a you know more of that season started episode So yeah,
0: yeah. Strong start though. It was very strong start. Um, it was. With all that being said, uh, we're gonna start basically end the episode right here. So for my all my listeners, if you are listening to us on a podcasting app such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, go and hit that follow button so you can stay updated with us. And for my YouTube watchers, please hit that subscribe button if you liked it, and be sure to leave a comment if there's anything that we can improve on, change, or more stuff that you would like to see us talk about. Let us know.
1: Correct, as well as if there's anything that we missed from these episodes that we did discuss that you guys may have picked up and that you saw, leave it down in the comments as well as episode two will be out sometime this weekend, but you can keep an eye on our Twitter for when the the official date for episode two will be as well and so um with that being said, the council is now adjourned, and we are out. peace out peace.
0: てぇ